Is it on? Yes, it is. Is it on? Yeah. Is it on? Christine hates my nose. Why? Um, <laughs> she just thinks it's shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> she thinks the thing is right. Her nose is also fucking huge. She thinks her nose is is better than mine. I'm like, you're in no Whose place to argue. Whose nose does the kids have? The both the kids have my nose. <laughs> <laughs> But they're so cute, so it's like, what can you do? They're really cute. Right, yeah, you're off, man. <laughs> Take care. Are, we, are you working with Merv tomorrow, yeah? No, Merv, his wife, I think his wife's got COVID. Oh. I'm not sure, but he's parenting solo, four kids. Uh, so that's so. tough, man. Yeah. So just, just let me know what it looks like. Yeah, yeah cool, we'll do. Enjoy Have a good one. Safe dog. So yeah, she thinks my nose is shit. <laughs> I can't get over that. Uh, yeah, okay, it's not the best nose, but... Karma got her back with your kids having the same nose. I yeah. think that's... She's mad about that too. Um, so we can talk about any old bollocks. We just got back from the Christmas party. That was spectacular. Which was very nice. Shout out to Mullen Seb. Shout out to everyone <laughs> who came. Shout out to everyone that couldn't come. Yeah. You know, of course, got reasons. You know. But for those that came out, it was a very nice day. I'm very... Glad, you know, it's such a lovely group of people we have 100%. in this gym. So, yeah. I mean, I don't really have any friends, so I guess the gym is my friends as well as my work. Yeah. Too, so 100%. that's nice. It's a great little family. My friend, I mean, Cape Town, right? Yeah. So, one or two. I'd say I spend a lot more time and I'm a lot closer with people in the gym than the than say the people I've met here. Uh, I wouldn't I'd say I'm very good at making friends. I would say I just fit into people's lives. Like, um, I've got like three friends. You're very good at building rapport. I can make friends with anyone, but yeah. like, I like my, my little crew that I have, and then mm. I kind of gel with their friends, and you know, I kind of just plug into people's lives, and I prefer mm. it that way, because it just it gives me time to like center as much as I'm like a very social person, I feel like I'm, I'm introverted because I do like the time by myself. Like I'm a selected introvert, if that makes sense. Yeah, sorry, I'm just checking the gain on the thing, make sure I haven't fucked up. No, it's all right, Janine, we got the levels right. Perfect. Um, I'm also introverted, but I generally don't like to go to, say, like a party or something. I'm a bit of a wallflower, and um, you know, I don't necessarily, like when I get home, I feel relieved, you know, like, oh, thank fuck. But not going out drinking with the people in the gym, not like that. Yeah. It's different. Um, got any stories for us this week? Stories this week. Um, we're still in the talking bollocks stage. You can yeah, do anything. Um, I've got a few choice morsels. Um, so I went to engine my side of the world. I went to go put in petrol yesterday. And... Um, this lady was really rude because I forgot my card and I was like, did you guys take SnapScan? And then she didn't understand what SnapScan was. But they have SnapScan. I know, they do. And well. then I showed her the thing on my phone, very nice, very polite. And then she was like, okay. And then she keeps putting the, the code in wrong. And like, I was just like, can't you just put it in, wait. And then she got really rude with me and swore at me in Koza. And she didn't think I understood what she oh, was really? saying. Yeah. Because luckily I know like a very basic swear words of all the languages. <laughs> and then she said something to me and I was like, hold up. That was really rude. And get then her manager. face. Did you get a manager? I didn't get a manager. I was you just like, you should have fucking done it. I know. But then it's her word against mine. 
and I didn't want to play that card and I was just like, you know what, that was incredibly rude that you said to me and I understand you and I walked out the store and she looked so shocked and I hope that was enough to kind of just... So did you steal the item? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I paid for it and then All I right, left okay. the store. So don't go to the engine and Edgemead. It's bad. I generally don't have any reason to go to Edgemead. Unless you wanted to visit me. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I think I've driven around there once. It seems okay. It seems like a very a great area. regular, like suburb. Suburb. Yeah, yeah just a suburb. Nothing going on. Just and old people. I know this is. I don't mind suburbs. I don't like. I look at them. I'm like, These are perfectly fine. The houses generally have a good bit of land, good garden on them. I've got a good garden. Good yeah, it's, it's, you know, I, I kind of like that suburb feel. Planning on moving soon, parents. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Where to? Um, Burgundy Estate. It might be Burgundy or Durbanville, but I'm further not out. Sure. Yeah, further How come? I don't know. My dad's just getting like annoyed with. He's been in the same place for like 25 years, and just wants some change. Either that or like <laughs> George, but that's like the like yeah. a cup. That's his retirement plan. Burgundy Estate is near Weinberg, isn't it? Um, more close to Platterclough side. Okay, right, right. Yeah. Why does he want to go further out? For a bigger property or just? I think it's just he wants to. I think it's also for a bigger property as well. Yeah. yeah. Does your money go further? I guess from Edgemead to yeah. Durbanville. Yeah. Yeah, if I wasn't going to live in, in town like I do, if I had to choose anywhere in the country to live, I'd probably go to Elgin. I don't even know where that is. Near Krabol. Near Krabol, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's quite nice. I like it out there, with the apple orchards. Very, very picturesque. If I had I to live anywhere, it'd probably be like um, Bloberg, or like, um, not Bloberg side, um, so we're in the south, like um, like Weinberg and that side of the world. I really like it there. Hmm. It's a cool suburb. Yeah, I, I like don't it in the south. I quite like you know when you're driving past through like Claremont Newlands, like near Kirstenbosch. That's mm. also super nice. Mm. Obviously, really different like price band there, but yeah. no, it's nice out there. I just think that area. Is I cool. do. I do love Kirstenbosch, and the bonsai, especially out front. I enjoy that. Yeah, probably Elgin. I wouldn't mind living in Parle, it's fine, I like Parle. And it's also nice and warm, that's what I do like about Parle. It's fucking hot, yeah, you need a pool. <laughs> yeah. And aircon. Um, but I quite like the Winelands. Yeah, if it lives there. Um, so on my list of notes of things to tell you about, you wanted to know about time I took a shit on my floor. Yes. <laughs> this is the first time? The first time? I don't know, no, I know I, the first time story. That's where you hid Did I tell you that already? You hid that one away. Oh, okay. That isn't like you just literally hid the shit from your mom. Yeah. Yeah. What's the second time? No, that second was time? it. That was, was that it. it? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know that one already. Yeah. I, won't, I won't repeat that then. <laughs> have I, I mean, have I shat on the floor since? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Been drinking a lot lately. No, I don't know. I don't think I've shat myself then. Um, the time I got a shoe in. The time you got a shoe in, yes, that's yeah. the one I wanted to know. So, <laughs> you know, back in the day, I, I was a martial artist. Uh, also, I drank a lot. 
<laughs> so you go to pubs in London, and, you know, people like drinking and fighting. And generally, I stayed away from the fighting part because I'm not an aggressive drunk, and I'm also really useless. Like I don't get, I get terrible. Like my coordination just goes shut. Just out the window. I can't fight at all when I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm useless. So. Get a headache, you know. Head starts pounding, blood pressure goes up. So we went out in Canary Wharf, which is a finance district, and just with the bars around there, it's usually filled with like fucking accountants. Usually coked up, yeah, co <laughs> coked up, coked up accountants <laughs> and stuff. And um, it's just, it's quite pricey around there as well. So anyway, we went out drinking with a bunch of girls, like my friend's girlfriend and all her mates and this was a rough, these were like, these girls were from Romford. Oh no. Yeah, so they, <laughs> they, Romford. Uh, Romford is, um, you know, they once got into a fight in Romford, in a club. One of the girls we were with, she glassed another girl in the face. Jeez. With, with like a whiskey tumbler. <laughs> we were like, oh shit. <laughs> This is how rough they were. This girl was not right for him. We told him. Uh, Smashed a whiskey so inside someone's tent. We, we didn't know what to do. We just like, all the guys stared around. Oh shit, like all the girls are kicked off. And then we, I just grabbed, we just grabbed them. Like I picked one up and like carried her away. She was small. Just carried her out of the place. While I was carrying her, the, um, one of the girls she was fighting with was like pulling on her hair, like trying to rip out clumps of hair and shit. And she was like trying to kick her from like in midair while I was carrying her. So she must have been pretty short. I just had to, carry. yeah, small. I had to like kind of karate chop the other girl's hand <laughs> to to take her, get her off the hair. You know. So, but that wasn't the time I got into a fight. Oh, I thought the chick shooed you in. No, no, no. So then we were out. We were on the way home, and there was some guy, a couple of guys that had followed one of uh, the girls we were with from the bar and they were, I don't know if he was harassing her or something. We were quite spread out, right? So we were kind of like, the girls were up front, we were further back, walking, ambling towards the train station. And one of the, then the, the, the guys started to like, they shout at the girl and it was, you know, there was some aggression going on. So me and my mate Dave, we caught up to them just to like, say, hey, you know, leave it. Go, you know, get away from her. And then they started on us. And then turns out everyone who had been hanging around loitering, like all the people who just happened to be hanging around, they were, they were Russian or Eastern European or something, right? And um, every single person who just happened to be in the vicinity was one of their boys. Oh, no. <laughs> so it went from like one on one to like nine on one instantly. The Soviet block against. Yeah, it's just, so it was just like all these, all these guys just jumped me. And um, the thing is, though, none of them could fight. So they were all like chavvy, chavvy, little chavvy. Yeah. <laughs> but they were all weak as piss, right? But <laughs> so that, like, but there was a load of them. So one of them kind of got me and strung me. I like, got my arms behind me, and the other one was just like trying to take digs in my stomach, <laughs> as if it was a thing. And I just had to be like, uh, you know, I was too drunk to do anything about it. But also, they couldn't hurt me, so it was like a stalemate. So I had to like pretend that they were hurting me, so they felt good, and then. You gave them. I let them have a few free digs. I let them have a few free digs on the stomach, you know. And then 
one of them, he threw me and I rolled. And as I rolled, I was, this is exactly what went through my head. I was rolling, I could hear a rip. I'm like, oh, that's my hoodie. I was like, oh, I've just ripped my hoodie. I'm going to have to get a new one now. <laughs> as I'm rolling on the floor to get away from him, I'm going to have to buy a new hoodie. And, <laughs> and I got up and there was him like, this guy was punching me in the head. I remember it was like on my temple. He just kept punching me. I'm like, mate, can you just stop now, please? And he was like, boof. And he was like, mate, can you just leave it? Boof. And he just kept doing it. I'm like, mate, this isn't going just anywhere. Can we just stop this now? Like, I, I want to go home. This is silly. <laughs> and then eventually they just gave up. And then, oh, while I was on the floor rolling, yeah, they did give me a few kicks on the floor. But again, didn't. They gave me a quick shoe in, but shoe. didn't work either. That they should have used their sad. numbers and been yeah. smart about it. So the only thing, the only sad thing about that is because there were so many of them, one of the girls actually got hit by one of the guys while I was there, but the other guys were all up ahead, so they weren't able to help me out, like my, my friends. So, yeah, I was able to sort of guard them for the most part, but one of them still took a, took a, a whack. But that was that, that was the time I got a shoe in. It wasn't the most amazing shoe. I went training the next day, right? <laughs> And I had a small cut under my eye from where my glass, my glasses like print. So like, your glasses were the only thing. It, and it like <laughs> dug into my, into the skin. And so obviously the teacher, he looks at me, he's like, you been fighting? He's like, yeah. He's yeah. Like, Did you win? And I said, well, there was a lot of them. It was hard to declare a clear victor in this. And he said, did they hurt you? I'm like, no, nah, they couldn't. He's like, fine then. And then he just fucked me up. He spent the whole session beating on me. <laughs> Did you win? No. Nah. Just to like train hard, you know? That's so, good. Yeah. It's nice to have a good training partner. I that was nice. It goes across with everything, like lifting and yeah. So that was the time I took a shoe in. Um, <laughs> training talk. Training talk. Training talk. Um, you, you recently pulled 180. That's yeah, nice. That was good. So well done on that. All, all the girls lately. Um, I've been pulling really nicely, so everyone's getting better at deadlifting. That's awesome. Um, I don't know that we have, I think there's definitely a bias towards deadlifting for a lot of people, right? And it's a lot easier than the squats. It's a lot simpler, yeah. I think. Technically, it's yeah. a lot less to learn. And like, if you have a good, like, sequence and a good setup. Mm. Um, I, I think there's more, easy. certainly everyone seems to have taken more to it because they're starting to now, everyone's collectively starting to learn the skill of grinding a rep and being able to like stick with it while it's hard but, or when it comes to a halt and, and you don't want it to, go. yeah, not just letting go as soon as you touch, as soon as you meet resistance. That's cool. I think there needs to be a bit more of that on the squat as well and the bench. And the bench. I think there needs to be more grind. Uh, when it's max effort time, you know? When it's speed work, take it easy, practice your technique, but if it's not, go hard and grind. Yeah, I think everyone's getting a bit more mental fortitude in this. Um, let's have a look at the notes for training tips. Training tips and tricks. What's my part? Eating of before training sessions. Eating before training, there is a bit more of that lately. Oh, I forgot to eat today because I'm busy. If it's not that busy, you can have some liquid calories. Well, for some people it is, right? And I think this is a real problem. So I was listening to a podcast the other day and it was about a stream coach who's is developing an app for and a whole and, and a book, like a manual, a bunch of stuff. He's basically getting into the life coaching space. Okay. And I'm not saying I'm gonna do that, because don't <laughs> fucking take life advice from me. But <laughs> but um 
he's doing that because he, he says if, we, if someone's in the gym three times a week for an hour, you're affecting them a very limited amount compared to all the stuff they do outside the gym. And this is, um, you know, it's, it's not the training hard that makes you better and stronger, it's recovering from training hard. And for a lot of people, it's they're not recovering because usually it's overwork. The work of And so he's trying to get people to establish, it's like habit coaching, right? Okay. Just establish better habits around eating, around resting and recovering, um, rather than overworking. But I don't know, I mean, like I said, that's not something I'm planning to do, but I wonder why people do overwork so much. Like, they work so fucking hard, like, usually, say it's a salary thing, there's, there's no payoff additional to, in terms of, like, per hour or anything like that. I think, like anything, um, even training can become addictive to a point where you're doing a lot more than you should be um, for some sort of gain, but I think more, it's more, for, like, for people who work really hard, it's more like, this is my purpose, everything revolves around it, and there's no um, separation between this is me at work, this is me when I'm chilling, and this is me with my family and friends. Like, there's no, like, difference. What happens, I mean, a lot of people do these things that's unsustainable, right? But what happens when that unsustainable thing snaps? Like, what then? What's, what's someone's plan for fucking burning out? Then what? So you just take a week off, that won't do it. And there's also no pacing themselves with working hard as well, because they'll just like work themselves into the grave. Like I've seen it with my own sister. Mm. Um, she was writing her last APC exam and she overstudied. She like worked herself into like a bottomless you, box. I guess you can't even there. think straight anymore, no. right? So how does someone maintain, I mean, I guess this is rationally, people know it, right? How do you maintain your quality of output when you work too many hours? You can't. No, you can't. You know that rationally. And it's you know that, yeah, so it is an emotional problem, right? It's a, uh, I know this is dumb, but I'm gonna do it anyway because X reason, Y reason, and I imagine a lot of that comes down to fear of loss or something like that, you know. But I've got no fucking idea how to like, it's, it's, and again, it's not a scope of practice to help people, but you know, what is the protocol? What do you do when it's like, I'm overworking and I need to fucking stop doing that and have a life that's not shit? I feel like that's the first step when you realize like, oh, I think I'm overworking. The guys know already, they, they know they're worked out. They know they're overworking. This is like, they know they're in it right now, they're doing it. I've been there as well. I, I've also been there. I don't know. It's a tough one. Really. How do you get out of it? What's your plan to get out of it? That's I the first thing, but what is the plan? Making time for things that you enjoy, number one, and like structuring overworking into your schedule like like maybe less days like maybe you'll have one day where you really work hard and then a day where you kind of like depending on if there's deadlines or not yeah but i mean with with things which have deadlines the, the if someone asks a deadline off you and you meet it and then they ask another deadline 
it, it will always expand to the point where it gets unreasonable, yeah. you know. So I imagine that's also, I mean, it is for freelance stuff as well because that's a challenge because you promise something by a certain time, it's got to be in, but then you want another piece of work, so you say yes to it, and then you've got to get both of them in, you know. I just, I, I, this is more just free thinking. I've, I just, if someone's in that space right now and they're fucked, what does not fuck look like, and how do you build it? I think a day off to like gather your thoughts and plan like what you're going to be doing um, would be the most logical step. Mm. Um, and then also doing something that's like super mundane to take your mind off something like packing out your covers or getting to the admin that you like put on on the back burner. I do, yeah, I do like a good task smash day, you know, when it's like, fuck this, all this stuff I've been, because the urgent things will always eat up uh, the what's in front of you, right? Burner, yeah. But the back burner, if it never gets done, it's just this latent stress that just weighs on your mind. And yeah, I do like a good task smash day. For some reason, Tuesdays tend to be good for me for that. I'm like, it's Tuesday, I'm gonna fucking fix all this stuff that I haven't been doing. And do you feel, how do you feel after that, like the task match? Do you feel like a lot lighter? Mm, or? It's, it's more like you're in negative one and you're trying to get back just to fucking zero. So you've not actually gone, moved forward. You've not rolled the ball down. You've just kind of like uh, caught up. So it doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel satisfying to do all that shit. It's just, it's not on your plate anymore. It's a necessary evil, really. Yeah. What sort of things do you put off for? on the back burner that you should be sorting out? Oh, it's just more like my, um, like with, <laughs> with me really, like I know exactly what I just need, I need to fix, but like that also sits on the back burner for when like I have time to think about it and mm. go, okay, cool, this is what I'm gonna do and then just implement it. Like taking action for me is always something that I've struggled with. Mm -hmm. um, and now like talking less about it and just doing it's really, been helping me a lot yeah. just like like you can plan to the nines that's actually i'm reading this book at the moment the practice and um the whole the whole f like first half of the book you could boil it down to take action why why do you need a whole fucking book to tell you that <laughs> and you know it as well so it's like all these all this this amount of content being produced Excuse to me. say do something and then people just don't do something like in uh, Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art on How Not to Give a Fuck, he only starts to give the, the real advice at the end of the book, mm. and the rest of the chapters is just framing his, his, stories his and process shit. and like talking about other people taking action and not taking yeah. action, and it's just like it becomes like case studies until the end. That's a typical self-help book yeah, structure. Yeah, very much. I feel like he pioneered that structure as well because he used to have like his blog posts on I think like on a random website, and he took some of the writing from there and put it into this book. Um, so it's really good. I really enjoyed it. But like he should have had that last chapter at the end first, so I could have <laughs> read that first. Yeah, you could read like it with the TLDR, couldn't you? So a lot, I mean, for a lot of people, that whole overwork thing stops people getting into the gym in the first place. That's like, oh, I can't possibly I don't exercise. Have time. I'm too busy. Yeah, I ain't got yeah. time. And even when you have people that can make their own hours, and they yeah. can't make time oh, yeah, for yeah, themselves, yeah. Yeah. and that's just and they know. And so then you're in that situation, 
and you know it's done because you know you're you're not just a mental say you're a knowledge worker you're not just a brain on you know you're you've got this physical husk that needs servicing and I don't know is it like a refusal to accept it that I think it's because they think they're trapped in in their certain in their situation. Feeling of trapped, yeah. Yeah, it's because uh, I was having a chat with my sister. Um, this is when before she didn't take care of herself um, mentally, like with like exercise and work, she didn't have the balance, so she would just like work herself into like a coma. And then I'd be like, dude, you need to exercise, and she's like, I don't have time. And I was like, where's your calendar? I showed her where she could exercise. It's also such a fucking myth, right? right. <laughs> so and now she's doing yoga and parties every time. day. It's like, yeah. no. You do. You've got time. You, you just, just have to make it. So if the, okay, is it that you don't want to? Or you want to, but uh, you feel compelled <laughs> to do this other shit as well. Like, I don't always want to exercise. I still have to make time for it. Um, I hardly ever want to exercise, you know? <laughs> I need to get my lats sorted out. Your lats? My lats, yeah, What's they're really your lats? tight. Just need to go to Craig. <laughs> well, come here, I'll sort you out. <laughs> You're gonna so give me a free massage, though. Yeah, lift up your arm. I'm digging there. You're gonna dig live in on me camera. Now. Live one. Where, live where on is there. it? Is it like there? It's like there, man. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Oh, <laughs> that's why I said I needed to see Craig. <laughs> that one's not as bad. That one's not as bad. It's oh, more my left worse. arm. Right, take this. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally digging into my lap as that, we I'm, speak. I'm poking your armpit on, cam poking on armpit. camera now. Oh, on camera, nice. <laughs> well, technically you're not wrong. You are on camera, but just they you're can't see it. <laughs> you're on camera, but it's different. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know that we've talked about anything useful. Oh, you know, you've got awareness of the problem, but again, like... <laughs> excuse me. Wow. Sorry. I have to oh. do one now as well. No, no, I don't. Yeah, it was <laughs> accidental. Um, people know what the problem is. It's like even as you come up to Christmas, right? And you get to Christmas and then you just fuck it off for a month. That's mostly what people do in this country, it, it, isn't it? They, they just yeah. get really, they overwork all the way up to Christmas. Get really fucked. They fuck it off for a month and then... They start again. Then they feel super guilty and then they get back out there. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. It's a shit way to be. All right, tune in next time where we might have something actually to say that's not, not fucking obvious and maybe related to lifting. Maybe related to lifting, we never know. <laughs> Until next time.